0: The COVID-19 pandemic throwing another twist around the world, this time the Omicron variant.
1: It's very possible that this variant will be able to escape both vaccine-induced immunity as well as our
0: natural immunity for people who have been infected. As cases spike in Tucson, Arizona, and around the world, lots of questions still remain both about what's next. It's a setback because it's it's spreading so quickly. And also how or even if will turn the corner.
1: People are letting their guard down. I think we are in a lot of uh, pandemic fatigue.
0: This is a KOLD News 13 original podcast, Conquering COVID. Hello, I'm Andrew Capasso with KBOU News 13. Back with another episode of Conquering COVID. We are hearing downright alarming predictions as the Omicron variant takes over for Delta. With the predictions, still lots of concern about how much the variant gets around vaccines, how severe the disease can be, and what could happen to already stressed out hospital systems. Here to help get some questions answered is Dr. Felicia Goodrum. She's a professor of immunobiology at the University of Arizona. It's great to be with you, Andrew. Uh, So there's lots of questions about this particular variant, lots of concerns. Also, I want to start with getting sick, even though you have had COVID-19 in the past. That's very possible with this particular variant, right?
1: It is very possible that this variant will be able to escape both vaccine-induced immunity as well as our natural immunity for people who have been infected. And that's due to the over 30 mutations that this variant has that really changed the nature of that spike protein that a lot of our immunity is trained to, and all of that vaccine-induced immunity is trained on.
0: How far back does this set us in, in getting through this pandemic?
1: Well, we always knew variants were going to emerge. What we really don't know yet, because it's just too early and there's not enough data, is what kind of disease this variant will cause if there's going to be more severe or more mild illness with the disease but what we do know is it is spreading very very quickly it's detected in almost all the states in the united states and probably most countries and we're only of course detecting as far as we are sequencing so we don't even know a lot of places it's you know likely at this point everywhere and just hasn't been detected
0: would you consider this the worst case scenario or could this variant have been worse i know it's early to know the full effects of this but it, is this a pretty big setback
1: well it's a setback because it's going it's spreading so quickly and while we don't know if it's going to be associated with more mild disease or more severe disease really yet we just don't have the numbers to say that with any certainty what it very likely is going to do is overwhelm a hospital system that is already taxed to the max with you know beds at near capacity as far as being filled. And so that's the real worry with this variant. And especially right now at the holidays when people are gonna be gathering and maybe more relaxed in their mitigation.
0: There is a lot of fatigue. People are sick of this. People are tired of it. People want it to be over. Uh, A a new variant is a a bad thing, but especially uh, this time of year.
1: So this time of year, people are letting their guard down. I think we are in a lot of uh, pandemic fatigue And so uh, I notice a lot less uh, people wearing masks, very little to no distancing, lots of people gathering, whether it's in restaurants, bars, or ice skating even. And this is just not a time to let down our mitigation. Our vaccines are going to be less effective towards this variant because of the changes in the spike protein. So therefore it's more important than ever that we combine the mitigation methods uh, that we have that are actually very effective. And so first and foremost, the vaccine, we think that it still will provide strong protection um, to hospitalization and death as it has, but we're going to see breakthrough infections. Masking is very, very effective. Distancing also effective um, at preventing the disease and just not, you know, Um, reducing congregation in large numbers is really important.
0: Let's talk about vaccines a little bit. We know the two-dose mRNAs provide some protection, not nearly as much as they did with other variants. Those boosters, though, the research shows those are more important than ever, right?
1: The early research shows that, that they are really able to boost the neutralizing antibodies that are circulating, and that's what can prevent the breakthrough infections that we see the immunity induced um, by T cells and um, parts of the immune system that are residing to protect your lungs in particular, we think that immunity will still be very strong, but you can get that breakthrough infection and the boosters will prevent that. And then that of course helps to prevent
0: um, severe disease. One question I've had through this pandemic. So these vaccines, the goal of course is to prevent you from getting sick. Now, Now we're relying on T cells to play a part of this. Um, is that a step backwards? Like we were relying on these vaccines to do all the work. Now we're relying on other things to, to kind of help.
1: No, not at all, actually. So the vaccine is actually training our immune system. It's, it's actually one of the simplest forms of medicine and that the vaccine is merely giving your cells the template to make a viral protein, one single protein that your immune system will see and recognize as foreign. Your immune system then makes B cells and T cells that are protective. And so we've always been relying on the T cells that are there. It's just what you hear people talk about most is the antibody protection. T cells are just as important. The antibodies will help to neutralize the virus to prevent infection and spread of the infection, but the T cells really provide powerful backup to limit the infection.
0: Uh, we know there's going to be breakthrough cases, whether you've got two doses or, or all three. What do you think is the goal here as we make our way through this pandemic? Is it just to not get sick or is it just to end it that way or to just stay out of the hospital?
1: I think it's a combined goal. I mean, the number one goal, of course, is to protect life and prevent disease. And so that means we have to prevent, prevent transmission of the virus. Um, but also the hospital systems are have been so heavily taxed for two years without break um, and they're at capacity with and you know staffing shortages that you know in order to prov- life. we not only need to prevent disease, but we also need to prevent hospitalization. The problem with the level of hospitalization we currently see is it's is not just people that are fighting COVID-19 that are at risk. It is really everybody across the spectrum that needs medical care, especially emergent medical care for any reason that you can possibly think of. We just simply don't have the resources to cover the needs right now. And it's been this way for a very long time
0: and really no end in sight as this uh, variant keeps spreading. I want to talk about kids for a second, uh, kids five to 11. They've been authorized to get the Pfizer vaccine. Um, if, if they did it early enough, they're fully vaccinated now, getting into that two weeks after their second dose. We know after you're you're fully vaccinated, your immune levels are pretty high, your antibody levels are high. They're not eligible for a booster yet. Are they, those five to 11 year olds, pretty protected against this variant given that they're just getting fully vaccinated now?
1: Yes. So what happens in that two weeks after your vaccination is your circulating levels of antibodies are very high. That's when you're sort of in your most protected state. But our immune systems are so elegantly designed that that will of course contract over time because of course you have to be ready to fight the next infection that you encounter. And so the contraction that happens following an infection or vaccination is completely normal. And so Children that are vaccinated now will have those high levels of protective neutralizing antibodies for a while. Um, They will eventually contract as well. The boosting just helps bring those protective antibodies back out and into the circulation um, to increase levels there to again prevent against infection. However, our immune systems will for a very long time remain protective um, towards preventing disease because those cells do remain, the B cells and T cells capable of protection, the B cells to make antibodies, they do remain in a memory state that is reactivated by boosting. Um, And so that's what we're really after right now, I think during the holiday season and the emergence of this new variant is to try to prevent those breakthrough infections because we are worried about the very high level of transmissibility of this variant. Um, The fact that we don't know yet uh, the consequences of that. We have a healthcare system that is overwhelmed. And so really preventing infection right now is is an important goal um, and going forward.
0: There has been a lot of talk about considering fully vaccinated three doses of the mRNA vaccines. Do you think this variant, given the the questions about it, given the transmissibility and, and what those, what the early research shows those boosters do, is it time to really start looking at considering a fully vaccinated person with three doses? Absolutely. How big of a hurdle do you think it is to convince, I mean, people won't get vaccinated now with two doses. How big of a hurdle do you think it is to get three doses in someone now?
1: I think for people who have signed on for the vaccine and believe in the power of vaccination as a public health measure, it's not a big ask. Uh, I think they're already on board. The people who have refused to get vaccinated to date, I think this is where um, the biggest hurdle remains and is what is truly fueling the continuation of the pandemic. Uh,
0: misinformation has been a big part of this podcast, talking about it, what's on social media and and, and just... just all that misinformation that's going on. My last question for you deals with that misinformation. We have some people, we've, we've heard them say, this is kind of like nature's vaccine because it's milder. More people will get it, more people will become quote unquote immune. What's your response?
1: Well, uh, it's a game of roulette, right? Yes, more people are going to get it. It may be milder. We don't know that yet. We don't have the numbers to really know that yet. But more people getting it mean more people will get sick. And then the vulnerable population is at much greater risk. And so that is really, you know, we cannot always predict the people that are going to get a severe um, case of COVID and end up hospitalized or dying from COVID. And that's not um that's not a gamble i'm willing to take i am fully vaccinated with three doses but i and everyone i know continues to wear a mask anywhere out in public we don't congregate with unvaccinated people um and and we're being very careful that we are not contributing in any way to the spread of this virus that may hit someone more vulnerable than ourselves the misinformation um has been astounding and the outright rejection of science and what we know scientifically about immunity and vaccination um, has really really been very disheartening in fighting a pandemic globally. I mean, we are all in this together, the entire world. We must vaccinate the entire world. And we just, you know, misinformation is is dangerously undercutting all those efforts.
0: And and one more I have for you. So uh, when we had the Delta variant come out, I asked what the next one was. Now we have this variant. What's what's next? I mean we're the, the whole world isn't vaccinated it's going to be a very 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 long time. We'll undoubtedly see another variant. Could it be worse than this? Could it be milder? Lots of questions. Absolutely. There will there will be
1: by far there will absolutely be milder variants. We have variants emerging all the time. Some variants get labeled as variants of concern like Delta and Omicron. So What's coming next is anyone's guess. It's one of the things that has drawn me to studying viruses is that they are so capable and so quick in their evolution and so able to learn um, this, the biology of their host, that they're truly fascinating. But what I know from that is we can't really fully predict what's next. So the best thing that we can do is to prevent transmission as much as possible so that there isn't a next.
0: All right, Dr. Felicia Goodrum, I could pick your brain for hours. Thank you so, <laughs> so much for your time. I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thank you. My thanks again to Dr. Goodrum. Join us again for Conquering COVID, a K-12 News 13 original podcast. I'm Andrew Kupasso.